Welcome to the Top 8 Movies Podcast, presented by Top 8 Media. Every week we share Top 8 lists from movie lovers across the globe. We also dive into actors and actresses' Top 8 Movies according to IMDb scores. And hear many reviews from our resident film reviewer, Mike Morgan, as he reflects on his Top 8 films of each of the last 34 years. We have special edition Top 8 lists on more specific topics from the movie industry. Send us your top eight list to be read out on future episodes. Just DM us on Instagram at top underscore eight underscore media. Thanks for tuning in and let's crack on with the show. Welcome back everybody to Top 8 Movies from Top 8 Media. My name is Owen Morgan. I'm sat down with my co-host Jessica Rose Johnson. And we talk all things movies through the power of top eight lists but today is a little different we will have some top eights but we this is our anniversary episode so every 10 episodes everyone as i'm sure you know we have like an extended edition where me and jess just like do quizzes and i go through top eights of stuff i've seen recently and we'll go for the results of all of the episode polls who's in the lead everybody involved super super fun a little bit silly along the way as well so we just got a lot of fun today and the quiz we got today for, for jess is going to be epic after the last one we did so, Jess, another 10 under our belt. I think we since Christmas, we smashed through so many episodes. And I think we're in full flow now. I think we had a Christmas break, come back. I'm like, we know what this show's about. I think we've nailed it now, isn't it? It just sort of does what it needs to do every time. Yeah, I think it's great. The more we do these, the more we get a good flow and taking in what our, our listeners like, being able to really get our, our niche down and how we're we're moving and grooving. So I definitely think it's been, it's been a lot of fun and a lot of growth and I've enjoyed it. So I hope we could say the same for people listening, our dedicated listeners out there, maybe new listeners. Yeah, no, you're right. And it's, yeah, it's been so fun. And the one, you know, we have regular people interact and do our Instagram polls and everything. It's just been really lovely to have that. And people at work are all talking about it and you, you know, you're sharing it with people you're seeing and they think it's really cool and um, it's great because we don't need this to be huge or anything, but it's really lovely when people hear about it for the first time. And we have regular listeners. I'm not sure if they're all people that vote. And if not, thank you so much for listening if we, we don't interact with you. So thank you. Either way, it's so great that this is, you know, so useful then if there's some kind of educational thing. But hey, could be useful. Um, but it's, you know, just to catch everybody up, it's elevated really quick. So we're still doing Instagram polls like we've always done. We always do our list battles and everything but now we start doing movie reviews everyone so come check out instagram so we do film reviews so my dad's obviously been doing it for decades so he's back in the game now on our show so he reviews stuff um for us about on instagram and then i review now too he's teaching me how to to be a film reviewer which is super fun so i put out two reviews so far review posters and in the description you'll see the full review so go and check it out we do it all with out of eight stars because we want to keep it to brand right top eight media so you know how, how, how many stars do you you know what's rating are you going to give it so even if you're interested in maybe doing some reviews if you're a listener that'd be really really cool just give me a dm um that'd be super fun get like a little community going for it and let's yeah let's shine some love on all these movies yeah that'd be really really cool so that's all happening over on on the, on the gram but today we are yeah going to dive into uh to lists and who's winning and all that kind of stuff so where to start i think we should kick off with who is currently winning let's look at the leaderboard right now guys so all your votes are actually starting to pay off so jess let's do this um i'll ask you what you think 
afterwards so there's two we've so i've we've, it's like a leaderboard and we've done it in two different ways so we've got imdb we have guests so people are, who come in and just do like one list and then no more after that box office then we have our regular list givers who so have lynn and we have adam and we have mike um who always does the yearly polls and then we have of course me and jess now the slight issue is that me and Jess will always do a list. So the chances of us winning is much higher. But my argument is, guys, if you put Adam, Lynn, um, and guests together, we we can call them the D team, which sounds like we're being derogatory. <laughs> the D team, Team D. So that's their, their wins combined because they're not on it enough. So I thought, let's combine them up. Pretty fun. So let's look at it without combining. So in fifth place, with zero wins in 20, well, it's technically 18 episodes because of the anniversaries, is IMDb. We're sorry to the yellow brigade, but you got zero wins. Yeah, yeah. Joint fourth is box office and guests. So people just give us one off. They've got a win each. So congratulations. Box office winning is a big deal, guys, because it rarely ever gets any votes. So well done for that. And the guest that won was actually our Christmas special, if everyone remembers that. And we had a seven and a half year old boy. He won. There's a surprise. It was very magical list and he deserves it. Right. Joint third is Lynn and Adam, our regular list givers. They both got two wins each. And that's a great hit rate because I think they've only done three or four lists each. So that to hit a 50% success, if not more, is really cool. So congrats. And in second place... Me and Jess, we both have five wins each, which is, I'm really happy with that. Really, really cool. And we'll announce which ones we won because it's actually quite interesting to see who won what. And in first place, surprise, surprise, the guy that knows everything because he's been reviewing films for so many years. It's Mike and he has six wins. So he's ahead by one win. So congratulations to my dad for that. We do currently have one out right now as we're speaking, which is the romantic comedies episode, but it's a bit too early really to record it. We'll leave that for next time. So it's really cool. So what are your thoughts on that initial list there, Jess? You must be guess, kind of proud. And you're only second above me because it's alphabetical. You know, that's exactly how I would organize it. So I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I, like, I like getting to see that it's not just the same flavor of ice cream, right? Like, I, I love getting to see everybody having a bit of a win here so it's fun to see the different dynamics and i'll be excited when we talk about which ones actually won which list because from what i remember the one that i would have expected to win is actually not one that i won so that i'm a little sad about but i love seeing that there's wins all over the board so super fun and yes you're dad's going to be in the first place because he's amazing at writing these and i'm excited to just see how how much further we get yeah me too and luckily with the romantic comedies one you you me the only ones that have given lists so we're already got a chance here we're currently drawing everyone yeah. just for real life in this moment action so now we're going to look at the leaderboard with lynn and adam um, all combined together and the guests as well anyone that puts in so they're they're team d so yeah, Jess, you want to do this one? Because I feel like the problem with these anniversaries is just me speaking most of the time. So over to you, Jess. Read out the combined D leaderboard. Here we go. In the fifth spot, wah, 
Wah, IMBD, zero wins, shocker. In the fourth spot, box office wins with just one win. And the third spot, we got the D team, our dynamic <gasps> I like that. guest. That when we combine them, they have five wins together, which means that they are tied with us. So we have all three, Owen, Jess, and the D team with five wins. So, of course, number one is still Mr. Magic Mike. The Magic Mike was six. <laughs> Lovely. The only reason we're going to do it this way is because, you know, Adam might shoot ahead. Lynn might shoot ahead. Really important to have two versions. So um, we'll see what happens by the next episode. Um, we've got some absolutely epic topics coming up. But it's going to be much harder. Even some stuff we did last week. I was like, bloody hell, this is tough. So, so close. But um, yes, that stands at the moment. So congratulations to Mike. That's really, really cool. Cool, right. So let's jump into today. So we've got a little bit of a little cool little quiz which I later on, which will be the two thousands. We did it last time, so I'll have the top one hundred from that decade, and then Jess will pick whether the film that's just been said by me is gonna she's gonna stick with it or twist. So keep the film she's got or switch the other one because it's better. And by the end of it, we should have a winning movie. Super, super fun. But before we do that, um, Let's just quickly have a look at who won some of these polls, shall we? So we have the Spielberg one. It was IMDb zero. Owen got three votes. Jess got two. And our friend John got one. So that's one of the ones I won. Matt Damon, IMDb zero. Owen won. Jess two. Adam two. So it's a draw. Franchises, which was a very, very, very fun episode. Box office, zero votes. Owen got two. Jess got four. And Lynn got four. So we had another cheeky draw there. I was very sad about that. I know Fast and Furious being number one could have been a problem for me. Maybe I did pay the price in the end. I did my best. So Jess, you want to do uh, maybe Portman and the spooky specials? What do we got here? Yes, Natalie Portman. So IMED, zero. No one got one. I only got two. That's what I'm sad about. Lynn, tis fair. She got three votes, so she she swept the Natalie Portman one. And our spooky special. Our D team had zero votes for the werewolves, while Owen had one vote for the zombies. And my vampire list tied with the box office horror movie list. Yeah, that, that is the box office win, and they should be very, very proud of themselves over at the box office HQ. Um, and remember, you can still go and vote on this stuff, guys. Go and listen to the episode you haven't yet and go, hang on a second, I want to double-check this. And then you can always come over to Instagram and vote for fun. And uh, hopefully I'll catch it, especially if you put a comment, and then I can update it. Um, should be really, really fun. Could get very confusing once there's 100 episodes, but it's fine to vote if you want to. It's important. All right, our Christmas special, uh, obviously, it was won by our seven-and-a-half-year-old guest. So it was one for Adam, one for Jess, three for me, and five for our guests. No one's ever got five before. I'm noticing it depends on the subjects, everybody, like depending on how many people vote. I think if you know the genre well, you're obviously going to vote, aren't you? So that's a big part of it. 2009, so this film's 2009. Uh, box office got zero. Uh, Owen and Jess Drew were two apiece. And then my dad, Mike, got four. He does very well on the early ones, I've noticed. My dad, uh, which kind of makes sense. Um, animated, 
I was very excited. Box office got zero. Um, our guest Eric and Jess got two each. I got five. And do you know why? Wally. I think that's why I won. No one had a Wally apart from me. So thank you, Wally, for that. And Jess, if I leave you to do Tommy Cruise in 2023. Yes, the Tom Cruise polls. So IMBD zero. Womp womp. Owen and I both got two votes, but on our D team, Adam pulled three votes. So he's he's pulling the lead on this one right now. Close call. So for 2023, box office zero. Womp womp. Owen, three votes. I only got one vote. Well. But Mike got three votes as well. So you guys are tied tied up on the 2023 one for the year. Yeah, that one's really interesting because his was very different to mine because he had seen some of the more like the Sundance Film Festival stuff, the stuff that wasn't as well promoted. So it's very different. So that was very interesting because mine was much more blockbuster and action-y. So I'm trying to get, I'm trying to figure out you guys listening. Well, what is this audience? What is their vibe? I'd love to know everybody's themes, what their favorite stuff is. That'd be really, really interesting. Um, but I'll leave it as a mystery because it's quite fun, isn't it? Just to know. But yeah, so that, thank you, everybody. It's, re it's really, really close. So it just shows, doesn't it? Um, that none of us are particularly expert at writing what is a correct list in inverted commas. So that feels really, really good. So yeah, that's the current sound, guys. Um, so if any of those topics we just said, you haven't listened to them yet, and that sounds interesting, go and check them out. Like I said, you can still vote. And when we get back, we will be looking at my top eight most recently watched um, and also all the movies that I've rewatched since we've started recording this podcast together. And then Jess can share if she thinks they're good or not. That's the general consensus here. I hope so. So we'll be back in a mo. Welcome back, everybody. So we are going to jump in to my top eight most recently watched. So since the show began, episode one, I started recording all the films. That I Not recording, literally, but recording <laughs> what I've been watching and giving it a, a chance to jump into my top eight or not. So it's a film I just watched. Good enough to get into my top eight of stuff I've watched since episode one. If that makes sense. It can be from any time in history, as long as I haven't seen it before. And I'll let you know if anything's entered it since last time. Uh, and then we get onto another list after that. I'll explain in a minute. So this is my top eight most recently watched since episode one. And I films I hadn't seen before. So in eighth place is Barbie. In seventh place is Avatar. Sixth place is The Old Guard. Five is The Killer. Four is Bombshell. Three is a new entry since episode 20, which is Equalizer Free. Two is Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, and Top Spot. No one's budgeted it yet, and it's Fast 10 or Fast X. So that's my top eight at the moment. So before I tell people what fell out, because one of them did obviously fall out, what are your thoughts there, Jess? I know you talked about it last time, um, but how many have you seen? Um, and do you think any of those would be in any sort of top eight for you, <laughs> be it the actor or director? So there's only two on your list I have not seen. And I actually think three, maybe four of them have been in a top eight list for me in the past. Oh. 
So I have not seen the killer. And I haven't seen any of the equalizers. We were talking about this, <laughs> I think, last week. Uh, I just haven't seen them. But I think it will be, I think it would be something my husband would like to watch. So I'll have to watch them and then let you know where I rank rank them on my um action action lists of movies. But I am I'm not surprised that that one jumped up for you based on what I know of your movie loving on your top eight list. So some good movies, definitely. I think if there's people listening, I think that's a solid list. If you haven't seen any of those movies, well, I, I mean, I can't really speak for the killer because uh, I don't think we've talked about that one much, but um, I definitely think it's a good list that people could enjoy any of the movies off of the list. Yeah, thank you. Some of it's pretty um, pretty standard, um, high-grossing action stuff. I mean, top three action anyway. But uh, yeah, out of those eight then, so give me your top three films of those eight, in your opinion. If you had a top three, give me the give me that. I think, well, should I give it a go? Oh, oh see how well I know you. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. 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 So yeah. I reckon in first place, don't make any noises, first place would be Barbie. And then I think second place might be Bombshell. And I can't decide if it's Fast 10 or Old Guard as third. So I'm going to go Barbie bombshell and then old guard or fast 10 how do i get on wow that's actually really good yeah i would i would say if i had to rank them barbie bombshell and the old guard mostly because i just i love how unique the story of the old guard is and i do love me some franchises too so it is a bit of a tough call there um but i really enjoyed the old guard especially with the soundtrack i think that's one of the things that gets me the most is a song from that soundtrack has become like in my top eight songs from soundtracks list so yeah good job thank you, very much. thank you very much and we'll touch on a few films as we go as well because we do like to talk about these things but yeah i got um my partner saw barbie for the first time on saturday so i got her to watch that and um essentially what she said about it because obviously as a woman as well but she said it was like like she'd never seen a film like it it was like really unique and i think that's like kind of nails it i think that's the one of the best things about it other than obviously the message of it it's very it's very unique you know, with the sort of fantasy stuff in Barbie land and then come to the real world and then coming back and the political message and how it all intertwines with what our imagination means to us and what consumerism is. It's pretty cool. It's so different in its structure, um, all the dancing and singing. And anyway, and just Ryan Gosling playing this really bizarre role that you never thought you'd see him in. So it's like, I just want to give it some love again because it's it's very different and i think that's really cool in this day and age of just copy and paste movies that we tend to see so give that love there and the reason i put equalizer free in is i love the first two denzel's absolutely amazing i mean for god's sake guys he's like i think he's like 69 at this point it's just getting silly and he's just there kicking butt and he's just such an amazing actor and he's just so prolific um and it's not as good as one and two so you know it wouldn't be this high of one and two on this list but it was great. It was all based in Italy, and it just made me want to go to Italy, this beautiful village that he was sort of based, his character was based in. So, um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely amazing film. So go and check it out. Please watch all of them. That'd be really, really cool. And Jester put on the spreadsheet that he is 69, because my quiz, my quiz knowledge, my knowledge of actors these days and ages and all this is bizarrely good now from doing this show, which is pretty, pretty cool. So, yeah, the film that got knocked off was Klaus, which is a Christmas film, uh, that was, I think, maybe two years ago. Um, very, very sort of the original story of Father Christmas and all that, but a little bit different. I loved it. So, but it got knocked off. I'm so sorry. 
so here's just a few films just to give a little nod films that didn't make it um to the top eight that i've seen since uh, the last anniversary well a lot but yeah since last anniversary actually uh, i put the dates on here when i saw them so um there was a lift which is kevin hart um produced and directed by gary gray i've done a review for that on instagram go and check it out so i gave it four out of eight stars it's a it's a traditional heist film so again copy and pasting a generic ensemble cast or you know characters you know you've got the the hacker guy and the pilot and it's just it's but it's super fun really far-fetched it's very silly but it's not stupid and kevin hart's actually really good in it it just didn't quite make it onto the topic. I can't put a four, a, four, a, a four out of eight stars film into my top eight, really, can I? So, yeah, I watched that today, actually. Uh, American Underdog, uh, which is based on a true story, look kind of loosely based on a true story, uh, American football story. Um, I can't remember the full the full thing of it. But it was, I, I thought it was really good, really, really good. Um, Freelance um, with John Cena. <laughs> and he's like sort of ex-army type and then he he goes freelance and does this little job sort of protecting this woman they go on this adventure and then get caught up in all this all this espionage and crime and stuff it's very stupid but i kind of liked it so you know not quite top eight and then chicken run two which i'm sad about i really wanted to put it in the top eight but it kind of it's ninth guys so it got budged out sadly um sorry to say but you know, you've got to make these decisions. So yeah, that was ninth. Freelance went in at fifteenth. American Undog went in at sixteenth, and Lift went in at fourteenth. So that's budged down some of the other stuff that I had. I think I've got about thirty films listed right now. So uh, yeah, I won't read out the rest of them, but that didn't—they didn't make it. So any of those four? Have you seen any of those, Jess? Yeah, I actually have not seen any of those, and I haven't even seen the first Chicken Run. So I didn't even know there was a second one until it was on your list. I was like, oh, I have a second one. I haven't seen the first one. But I did love seeing your review on The Lift. It made me think of another movie. So the whole time I had to figure out what the other movie was I was thinking of. But I like that it's on a streaming service. So it's something easy that I could just pull up and watch with my husband later. So they they look good. The John Cena one almost looks like, is it kind of a comedy? Yeah, lots of comedy in it. Um, and like loads of banter okay. between him, like her and then the reporter. They're not supposed to like each other at the beginning. And then they sort of like save each other a few times. And then they're like friends. And then, and what I liked about it is they didn't need to fall in love or anything. Cause you know, he had a wife and stuff that was kind of like kicking him out of the house and stuff. I love that. There was no reason for those two leads to like, fall in love while they're like you know trying to kick ass and get the bad guys and all that kind of stuff and run away from the bad guys i like that so that gives it some extra points because it's so easy just to put that storyline in isn't it and it's just stupid we don't need it all the time it's not just because men and women don't always have to fall in love every time they go on an adventure you know what i mean so i like that too that that does add a different storyline to something that that's not the norm right it's like they can still end in like a good friendship um I, there was another movie we talked about but now i don't want to list the name of the movie because i don't want to be like a spoiler for people if they haven't seen it but how it ended too i think you might know the movie i'm talking about is like it didn't end the way people people expected these two characters to like fall in love and be together forever and it didn't end that way and i thought that was great too because it's like think the stories don't always have to end that way <laughs> so that's good i like that definitely I like definitely that. i think it's kind of because it's a 
streaming service type film again you know just if you've got some spare time watch it because it's just super fun it's just super chilled and it'll get you away from life for a bit Uh, i quite like that as well so it's quite good and it's been interesting watching john cena's journey because i I watched wrestling loads as a kid about 10 years i was obsessed with wrestling i used to go watch all the shows when wwe came over to um the uk um it dropped off a bit and i i dive in back back and forth because i love the storylines you know, I get that it's basically glorified hardcore ballet because it's all synchronized and they know what they're doing, but they are getting injured because they are really throwing each other around. They're just helping each other in the process. Anyway, this isn't a wrestling politics thing, but um, the stories are brilliant. It's just it's just like a soap opera with fighting. Can't go wrong, really. Um, and he was pretty good in WWE, but he's an interesting actor. He's interesting. I can't. I don't know what he's trying to be yet. He's tried a few. He's done some comedy. He's very deadpan in his comedy. I want him to do well. It's been interesting so far. He was really good in Fast and Furious as um, in number nine when he was Finn's brother, a strained brother type thing. He was very good in that. He was a bad guy and then things happened later on. He was brilliant. So I'm I'm really excited for him. But I guess it just takes time in Hollywood, isn't it? To find your, find your place, find your way and not be a generic wrestler. I mean, look at The Rock. He turned it around, didn't he? He was doing some really weird stuff at the beginning, and now he is absolutely nailing it. So that's fair. So yeah, so that is something. A lot of diverse roles, and I'm with you. His role in Fast and the Furious was really well played, unexpected, uh, and really well played. But he's done some really great comedies too, like Daddy's Home. Yeah. That's another great one. So maybe maybe that will be a future top eight John Cena list or something. Yeah, it'd be really really interesting, is it? Because that WWE Studios would just pump out all of their own stuff and they all those wrestlers are all in it and then they sort of branched out was now they just jump a lot and just jump straight into um straight into other people's films not just wwe stuff but that's just wwe trying to monopolize everything that they do which is completely fair enough carry on they try i know they tried to do that american football is it like x or something and i don't think that went very well um but you got to try and that's kind of what ding 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 American Underdog was about, I just remembered. So it was, because isn't there like the indoor American Football League back then? And it was like an indoor version. It was much faster paced and stuff like that. So it was quite interesting. I never knew anything about it, about that. People that don't quite make it in on the big time, on the on the grass, so to speak, go into indoors and then eventually his character goes into um, the full-on American football. It was very interesting. Guys, it's fascinating. Just watch it. It's fascinating. Especially if you don't know anything about it, like I didn't so cool i love sports films anyway so that helps if you don't like sports films don't watch it let's <laughs> put it that way very important i know adam who's probably listening right now i know you love your sports films mate so if you haven't seen it get on it mate right jess if you could do me a favor just to wrap this whole segment up for the break do you want to read out my um so these are all the films that i've re-watched so since episode one these are things i've seen before over the years re-watch them because i fancied it and I've created a top eight, I think it's in like 20 films again um, since since episode one. And this is the list I've come up with. So um, do you mind reading that out, Jess? That'd be really, really cool. I like it. So um, you have rewatched Gray Man. Oh, sorry, Jess. This is in order. Eight to one. Oh, the top are eight. they? Okay. You're rewatched top eight starting in the eighth yeah. spot. Gotcha. So... Starting in the eighth spot of movies you have rewatched since starting this podcast, Crazy Stupid Love. In the seventh spot, 
legend. In the sixth spot, taken number one. In the fifth spot, Coach Carter, speaking of sports movies. As well as in the fourth spot, Blindside. In the number third spot, The Accountant. In the number two spot, Man on Fire. And in the number one spot, Gray Man. Thank you very much. I'll do a quick little reason why I've got them in, and then I'll let Jess tell me what she's seen um, and what her top three would be. Um, I quite like this little thing we've got going on here where you give me your top three. I'll try and guess as well. Um, so, yeah, just to, just to say I've excluded all the Fast and Furiouses because I have watched one, two, three, four, five, six, Hobbs and Shaw, eight, nine. I'm about to watch ten again this week. So I've excluded them because it's going to be number one. You know that. You know me. Complete waste of time. So Chris Stupid Love, um, it's a bit like Hitch, isn't it? I was rewatching. I was like, it's quite like Hitch, isn't it? Because he's like trying to help him get his next lady and all that kind of stuff. And then all the characters are intertwined. If you've seen it before, you know what I'm talking about. And um, it's super fun. Ryan Gosling's in it, and I love him very much. And Steve Carell was really cool in it. And Emma Stone's in it. I love her, and she's really, really cool. Um, it's just a really fun sort of rom commy thing. Um, I'm surprised I, I was going to put that straight back into a top eight, but I really liked it. Legend is Tom Hardy playing... The craze playing both both brothers, um, and it's gritty and violent and very British. Um, it's quite an interesting story, um, and I really, really enjoyed it. So glad to see that again. Take, taken one, obviously, you know, I'll find you, I'll kill you, and all that good stuff. Liam Neeson kicking butt. You know, I, I'm into my sort of older guys. It's been absolute legends. So yeah, Taken One's good. I watched Taken One 2 and 3, but I think Taken One just edges it out because I was like, how many times are they going to take his family? It's really getting silly now. He really needs to do a better job of them not getting taken in the first place. <laughs> so we're sick with taking one. Coach Carter was inspired by the Samuel L. Jackson episode, and it was at the top of Adam's list. I was like, was it that good? I went, I went back. It is bloody brilliant. He is so good in it. He doesn't need to just... He's a swear in it, but he doesn't need to be swearing all over the place and being all just cool. He's like... He was a really, really good coach, and it was such a powerful story, such a beautiful story. And it reminded me a bit of um, Dangerous Minds back in the day um, with the school with the school kids and stuff. I love stuff like that, where the youth are trying to find their way in the world and are really inspired by their teachers and coaches. Beautiful. Blindside, we talked about this on the last episode, Sandra Bullock. Um, I rewatched it because of that episode. And it's just, I know it's loosely based on a true story and they've chucked bits in, but Sandra Bullock's fantastic. The main lead is fantastic and it's just i was crying most of the way through and it's so beautiful and so powerful and so loving and i loved it the accountant is ben affleck i've got how good this was so he's on the spectrum so autism i think they touch a little bit on asperger's as well and because you have height and sensitivity when we when you're neurodiverse you can have high sensitivity extra creativity maybe even good with mass is about how he could be an awesome accountant for all of these crime syndicates but he's also just just so good with catching you know knowing what people are thinking at any given time and knowing how to be a killer if he has to be and all this kind of stuff really really fun man on fire denzel washington what can i say absolute legend and ironically i watched that and obviously it was with dakota fanning who was like nine or ten and then she's an equalizer free like nearly 20 plus years on as like a 30 plus year old woman it was just so cool seeing them together you could tell that the, the energy was there. So a uh, man on fire, it's really as like a protecting someone who is a client, but you really care about them. You go on the wall path. 
it was it's much darker he's a much darker character with alcohol problems and all that very very cool and gray man is just the most stylish epic awesome piece of yumminess ever to have chris evans and ryan goslin chris evans god my god chris evans is so good in it he's such a bastard he's such a arrogant beep <laughs> as they would say and the relationship between those two and and uh ryan goslin kind of like trying to take down his original bosses and stuff it's just i love that film so much the fighting is incredible and the last scene in the hedges with the fountain and everything oh god so good love the film so much and is worthy of my number one. Oh, it feels good to be back doing a top eight reviews so jess um no let me do your top three and then you can kick off oh god i gotta think what you've seen I'm going to say I'm blindside number one, and then I'm going to say maybe Crazy Stupid Love 2, maybe, and then wrap up with The Grey Man, maybe. How do I get on? You might not even seen them. So I actually, so there's another Grey Man movie, It um, older movie. So I thought that this was a remake. I thought you were talking about the, uh, like, so there's a 2007, The Gray Man, as well, but that is not the same Gray Man that you're talking about. So I just assumed it was a remake. But either way, I've not seen either Gray Man, so that doesn't make a difference. Sorry, but uh, looking at it and hearing you talk about it, it does sound like a movie that would probably be my top three. I have seen Man on Fire. It's been a while. I really think I need to rewatch that one. I was. The accountant wouldn't be in my top eight, probably anything. I don't know. Uh, Storyline person. But yes, to blindside. Coach Carter, I'm having a hard time because maybe basketball is maybe not my favorite sport. So a lot of those movies just kind of blend together for me. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> um, but Taken, I'm with you. Same thing on Taken. Like, first one, really great. The second one, Okay, the third one, whoa, whoa, bro, whoa. <laughs> um, and I have not seen Legend either, but yes to Crazy Stupid Love. So you're you're reading me well through my list of movies. I'm not sure if I like that or not, but it's fun either way. <laughs> well, after we've done 30 episodes, you know, you know me well, I know you well, so that's quite good. But yeah, like if I was going to beg you to watch anything, I mean, I begged you a lot since the first episode but the gray man is incredible please watch it it's so wonderful and i know you're gonna message me and go holy shit it's literally my favorite film in of all time i can maybe not all the time but maybe this year which has been 24 days long but still you know but yeah honestly anyone watching it's an incredible film so please i'm begging all of you begging you please watch it so that feels lush today i've given that film some love I haven't done much more than I have, have I? So that feels really good. So that's it, guys. That's kind of where I'm at. So um, in a month's time, when we do episode 40, we, um, we'll go through these again. We'll see what what is a popped up and what's taken over certain slots and stuff like that. So it should be really fun. Obviously, I won't go into loads of detail on the next one because we've already done that here today, but it feels appropriate today. So yeah, if you've got any ideas of what we can do for these episodes, these anniversary ones, you know, cool top eights that might be a bit funky and a bit different for an anniversary special, let us know. Um, I need to get Jess, you to yeah think of something that you could do as well. Even if you isn't like stuff you're recording, it'd be really fun to do something niche that you could do as well. That'd be really fun. 
But after the break, when we get back, we are going to crack into our quiz. So if you want to do the quiz at home as well, then do it because it's stick or switch. So you can easily do this at home. You're driving or whatever you're doing in your mind. You can just be like, yeah, I definitely switch that out. Um, so, yeah, we'll go from there. So we'll be back in a mo and we will get on to the quiz. Okay, guys, welcome back. It is quiz time. So I do a lot of these this quiz stuff with people at work. Gets us through the uh, long night shift. So it's nice that it's bled onto this show. So if you're a, a Sainsbury's Green Park Station bath worker like me, you know what this is all about. So you've probably already done it. But uh, feel free to do it again. And guys, remember, you can stick or switch. So I'm going to read out a film. And then you can decide the first film, whether you're going to keep it or not. Then every time a new film comes up, you can either keep the film you've got because it's better or switch to the better one that's just come up. And by the end of it, you're going to have some hurrah film. So let's do this, Jess. Are you ready? I'm ready. You don't have to take the first film if you don't want to. Whenever you're ready, as we go through, you can pick the film you want to keep to kick us, to kick us off. So your first film in the year 2000 is American Psycho. Meh. Oh, that's really good. Um, Gladiator? Stick. Stick. Snatch? Stick. Oh, brother, where art thou? Stick. Memento? Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Stick. Reckon for a Dream. Stick. Traffic. Stick. We're going into 2001, everyone. Shrek. I'll switch. Switching from Gladiator to Shrek. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Each their own, I suppose. Right, now we're heading into... The Others horror film. Ah, stick. Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Switch. Switch, switch, switch. Black Hawk Down. Stick. Oh, I thought that might got you. Training Day. Stick. Monsters Incorporated. Stick. Into 2002, everyone. Uh, Ocean's Eleven. Stick. A Beautiful Mind. Stick. Minority Report. Stick. The Born Identity. Stick. Donnie Darko. Stick. Wow, you loving Lord of the Rings right now. Um, 28, 28 Days Later. Stick. We're heading to Christmas of 2002. Good year. Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. <laughs> the Battle of the Rings. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm a stick. Oh, she doesn't want to go for the sequel. Okay, that's fine. Gangs New York. I'm a stick, though I do love that movie a lot. Catch me if you can. These good ones, but I'm a stick. Finding Nemo. Stick. Kill Bill, Volume 1. Stick. Mystic River. Good film. 
Dick. We're going into 2004 in a minute. Before that, we've got Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. See that? I think I might switch. Yeah. Okay, oh. switching from one to three. Okay. Dun dun dun. Switch him. Yep. Okay. Uh, the Last Samurai. Stick. Twenty-one grams. Stick. Shaun of the Dead. Dick. Kill Bill 2. Dick. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Stick. The Born Supremacy. Stick. Anchorman. <laughs> Stick. <laughs> Saw. Stick. Oh. Hey, look. Ding, ding, ding. Man on Fire. Oh, stick. <laughs> uh, the Incredibles. Stick. It's quite a good decade, everyone, I have to say. The Aviator. Stick. Million dollar, million dollar Baby. Stick. Hotel Rwanda. Stick. Batman Begins. Stick. Crash. Stick. Walk the line. Stick. V for vendetta. Natalie Portman, your girl. I know. See, I feel like shouldn't do franchises because then I'm gonna get stuck. Where like, oh, I just love Lord of the Rings, but oh, I do love that movie too. There's like a buzzer, right? Aren't you supposed to like buzz me if I think too long? <laughs> I don't mind. We've gotten pretty really quick. Uh, I'm gonna stick. Okay, okay. The Departed. Stick. The Prestige. Stick. Casino Royale. Stick. So the Pursuit of Happiness. Stick. Three hundred. Stick. Ooh. We're in two thousand seven. Everyone. Uh, the Born Ultimatum. Stick. Feel free to pause the episode if you're doing it at home. <laughs> I forgot I should have said that at the beginning. Super bad. Stick. American Gangster. Stick. The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. <laughs> Very long title. Stick. <laughs> 2008. No Country for Old Men. Stick. There will be blood. Stick. <laughs> Iron Man. Stick. Wally. <laughs> I'm going to stick. Wow, I think we all know where this is going, guys. The Dark Knight. Stick. Taken one. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> stick. Slumdog Millionaire. Stick. Cute. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Stick. Gran Torino. Stick. Inglorious Bastards. Stick. The Hurt Locker. Stick. 2009. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Stick. Zombieland. 
stick. Up. Stick. And your last <laughs> film, will it be Lord of the Rings, smashing it after about 40 films or whatever it's been, is Avatar. Stick. Well, hey, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, alongside its two friends one and two which pretty much annihilated everyone didn't they so how do you feel you know you're a lord of the rings fan so technically this quiz showed that what you say is to be true which is you really love that franchise it's pretty cool yes i do and here's a fun fact so when i was in uh junior high i don't remember which movie we we're at to be completely honest but i had an assignment where i was to write a company and I uh, was already involved in kind of acting, com acting and modeling community. And I was like, well, I don't want to write like a company. So I wrote and the other I will leave undisclosed. But uh, I wrote two directors and one wrote me back and I still have the letter. And it was Peter Jackson. And I thought it was the coolest thing in my entire life that, oh, my goodness, Peter Jackson actually wrote me back and answered my questions. I sent him. I felt like. A million bucks so um i do love that but i think we are kind of talking a little bit about like nostalgia of movies and where we are in our lives and stuff the lord of the Rings series was also one of the few series which is why they're kind of high on my franchise that i got to share those moments with my dad so my dad and i talked a lot through movies so another like fun fact when i was in boot camp my dad and i were trying to build our relationship he was deployed most of my life and he would write to me like through movies. And this is one of like the movies. So I have a letter where my dad was like saying, Frodo says hi. And there's like a little picture of Frodo and all this stuff. So super fun. I love it. So that is a tough call because you're right. You got me with a few of those, like, uh, especially V for Vendetta. That is one of my like top 50 movies is V for Vendetta. So some tough calls, but a lot of fun. So, and then there's some fun facts that you didn't ask for, but now you know. No, no, I like that. And I like to know the reasoning people at work when they do it as well. They there's always something in particular that they absolutely love. So they um yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But no, thank you very much. That was really, really cool. And next time we're gonna be doing the nineties, so that'll be really, really interesting. And then when we run out of those, we will try other things in the future as well. Uh so yeah, awesome guys. So when we get back, we will be going through the Instagram polls. So we're just gonna pick out some of them for to wrap up the show. So just seeing how you guys, if you are voting over there, how you voting? how things are unfolding so we'll do that when we get back okay welcome back everybody so we're going to finish the show by taking a look at all of the results of the instagram polls every not mm, Nearly every day, let's not be too strict. Nearly every day, I will do a poll. There's normally four film options, and I have film opinion polls as well, which is slightly less options. You just vote on there, really, and then we collate all the information. And it's just really interesting, just having fun with you guys, seeing what everything's up to. So I think our last anniversary was just before Christmas. So we'll look at sort of results since then. I won't do all of them because they're like the daily, we'll be here all day. But let's look up at some of the like, what the hell moments, like special moments of from the polls. Like, what how did that win so uh let's find out more so let's head into film opinions first because i think that's really fun when you're really looking at people's opinions so we're just going to skip through live on the show uh so here we are 20 let's go to the 20th of december because we definitely record from then so this was school of rock is the best film with instruments 
yes or no. 78% of people said yes. 22% of people said no. And that was actually a question presented by our seven and a half year old kind of list giver. So thank you for that. So I saw you pop your little thumb down there, Jess. So would you like to explain yourself to why you feel that that isn't a true story, that that is the best film? I don't. I think there's so many other great, great films. I mean, it's 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 fun. I love the movie. Jack Black's great. But um, I think there's so many other films that are good. I mean, think of like all the ones that came out, if you want to include... We have Bohemian Rhapsody, right? The Elton John movie, Rocket Man, the Rock of Ages. So I don't know. I I voted no. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot of great movie, but I think there's so many other great movies. So I can't say it's the best. <laughs> I think now you've sort of thrown biopics in. I would have said no too, but I didn't realize that biopics were allowed. You see, that's the problem. So it's all interpretation. I need to be clearer. But I would agree with you totally. If you include those films, it's nowhere near any of them. But yeah, I think you think about Rock of Ages, it's like that versus that. And there's probably a few other ones as well, like Whiplash, which is all about the drummer. Oh my God, that is better. I rescind my yes. But it still would have been seven votes to two. So winning to yes. So that's fair. Next up, we have... The best day or time to watch your favorite Christmas film. It's very specific. So we've got Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, or in the run-up just days before. So let's have a look. In sort of last place, because this is a 1% difference. We love this, this little glitch Instagram loves to do. In the run-up, to it days before, 12%. Boxing Day, 13%. Christmas Day, 25%. Christmas Eve, 50% of the votes. What are your thoughts about that, Jess? I think that does kind of make sense, right? You're most festive, I think. Whoa, hang on. My computer made noise. I feel most festive like, you know, that night before. My God, Christmas Day can be a bit stressful. But then before, it's all like magic. I I, I think that that's definitely true, especially for like, Someone who Christmas isn't a favorite holiday. I'll watch them kind of leading up to it, but there's a point where I'm just like tired of it. So maybe like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, I'll allow it. But Boxing Day, we actually don't celebrate that here. However, Boxing Day is one of my favorite days because Christmas is out. <laughs> so anything after the 25th is not acceptable. Like month of December, okay, but not after the 25th. It is done. <laughs> yeah, at that point, you need to watch New Year's day evie films isn't that there's that film is their new year's day with an ensemble cast just watch that and you're good to go for the new year um awesome yeah that was fun uh so next is the best film with a color in its name yeah i was really like losing the plot i think and trying to come up with really niche things so we had the color purple the deep blue sea clockwork orange and pink panther in last place, with 0%, The Deep Blue Sea. Poor LL Cool J. He tries his best. With two votes, which I was really sad about, was The Color Purple. And I'm really looking forward to seeing the new one, by the way, everyone. I'm looking forward to seeing that. And in joint first place, with three votes apiece, Clockwork Orange and Pink Panther. Jess, you have any opinion or even care about that particular list? It's not the most exciting list. Uh, 
I thought it was fun, like with the the name of color in the movies. But I think all the lists, all the movies were yeah, good movies. Mm. Yeah, not my top, not my top fifty movies. So I was like, eh, one will win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Okay, let's have a look. That wasn't really film opinion. It sort of skipped there, but that's fine. So now we've got Puss in Boots is the best film with a cat in the lead role. I was just in love with my cat that day. We had so much fun. So I was in cat mode. So uh, three people said no, 37%. And five people said yes, 63%. And I asked around and said, how dare you say no? What do you mean? And a lot of people said things like cat in the hat. Dr. Seuss, I was like, oh, fair enough. And you've got stuff like Cats and Dogs, but Cats and Dogs wouldn't, the film would never be Puss and Boots. So I know you're a cat, you're a cat person like me. So would you, did you say yes? I mean, look, it doesn't really show. You didn't, you didn't vote. I love Garfield and Aristocats better. Oh, oh God, yeah. All yeah. right, you all got good points. Stop swaying me live on the show, everyone. <laughs> uh, speaking of being swayed, are you swayed to watch films if they've won an Oscar? So 60% of people said no, and 40% said yes. How do you feel about that? Are you swayed, Jess? I feel like a lot of the times I end up really loving a movie that has bad reviews by critics. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think it makes a difference. Maybe if I've never heard of the movie before, then I'm like, oh, hey, that's a movie I haven't heard of. Maybe I'll check it out. But I'll watch anything. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right, we've got our first. This was actually our first ever clean sweep in poll history. Are you Ooh. ready? Horror films are just too scary to watch. Hundred percent of people said no. Um, and you know why it's a clean sweep? Because I slipped when I was voting because I had a very cold hand. It was the middle of winter and I accidentally selected no. How embarrassing. The, the theme I hate the most, I accidentally voted against. So, or voted for, so to speak. So there you go. We're going to count it as a clean sweep, even though I don't agree. Um, and would you say that makes sense that all of our listeners seem to like horror? I was really surprised. I mean, especially if we go back to the, but it, like I was surprised by it, but going back to when we talked about who won the spooky special that I, Vampire List, tied with box office horror list. Like what? So maybe, maybe we do have a lot of horror movie fans. So yeah, I thought it's just me that gets scared, but clearly not. I don't know what that that's all about. Maybe I should give it a go. I'm not going to. I can tell you that now. <laughs> Right, who is your top Ryan? So I've been having a bit of fun with people's names. Is it Ryan Goslin or Ryan Reynolds? Who do you think won, Jess? Who do you think won? See if you remember. I think Ryan Reynolds won. Yeah, I'm afraid so. I love Ryan Goslin. He got three votes, 30%. And Ryan Reynolds got seven votes. Very impressive. 70%. Which, fair enough. I feel a bit sad. I would have gone for a 50-50 on that, to be honest. But I guess Reynolds, you know, with Deadpool and all of the cool action stuff that he's done over the years. I guess that would probably make sense. And he's very specific, isn't he, with his charisma. So, you know, that's fair. Right, franchise poll this time. It was, which is the better film series, Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? So, in last place is Harry Potter, 
with 44% of the vote. And Lord of the Rings, ding, 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 from the quiz earlier, 56%. Pretty close. I guess that's as we expected, wasn't it? I, I remember us talking about this one because I was like, oh, that one was really hard for me to choose which one to put on my franchise, like which one beat out one. And I remember you're like, oh, I'll go look it up and see. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, this is literally like two that I had a hard time picking what spot they were going to get in the franchise list. So I did put Harry Potter above Lord of the Rings, the franchise, but I, I love them both. That was another movie series I got to share with my dad and um, super fun. So. Oh, that's really nice. And yeah, that shows, you know, Lord of the Rings won that decade, but I guess if Harry had popped up, it could have got very tasty very fast. So uh, we'll have to come try and combine those years at some point. So which film, fri which film franchise do you like most this time? Star Wars or Star Trek? So with 40% of the vote was Star Trek and 60% of the vote is Star Wars. Do you think that also makes sense? I know you're happy, but does it make sense? I guess it does. I, I don't know. I'm, I definitely pick, I, I love them both, but 100% Star Wars over Star Trek for me. So, uh, and the group of friends that I have, it would go the other way. So, most of the friends that I have are more Star Trek fans than they are Star Wars fans. So, very interesting, but I'm very happy for Star Wars for the win. Yeah, they're, uh, to be fair, these are all quite close, aren't they? So kind of says it all. Now we've got who makes better films, Britain, America, or rest of the world? This is tasty because the nationality is on the show. In joint last place is rest of the world and Britain. The American oh. wins with 43% of the votes. So congratulations, America. Um, and... In honor of Team America, we will sing America. Anyway, that's that. So we'll leave that there. Uh, what is the best film with penguins in the lead? Mm. So we've got Mr. Popper's Penguins, March of the Penguins, and Happy Feet. What do you think won that, Jess? What do you reckon? Happy Feet. Obviously, 88% of the votes, seven people said Happy Feet, zero people said March of the Penguins. And I mean, we need to say sorry to Morgan Freeman as a narrator of that. And Mr. Popper's Penguins got a cheeky little vote. Um, who voted for that? I won't announce them. Oh, I won't announce it on the show, but I see what she's done there. So that's great. Happy Feet. Which Chris has made the best movies? Chris Helmsworth or Chris Pratt? Do you want to have a guess, Jess, who won this? I bet. Or Star-Lord. Got it. Yeah, Hemsey got 75% of the votes. Six votes. I feel sad because Guns of Galaxies is awesome, but oh, yeah. I guess Chris has also done other things like um, Black and was he in Ghostbusters as well? Second <gasps> one. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got around. He's done some stuff. He's fine. And not to mention um, Rush as well. Was it Rush? Formula One one. That was really good as well. Right, we've got two more Chris's now. Chris Pine or Chris Evans? What do you think, Jess? What do you think? We won that. Uh, I feel like Chris Evans would have been out. Yeah, I think there's some insane Marvel bias going on around here. I understand. Seven votes for Chris Evans. Yeah, 87% of the vote. Chris Pine got one. And that was Lynn, our very own list giver. So uh, there you go. Which Emma 
has made the most films? Emma Thompson, Emma Stone, or Emma Watson? Harry Potter, ding, ding, ding. So Emma Thompson won out on that one, 50% of the votes. So a bit of British action going on there. And Emma Stone, Emma Watson shared two votes apiece, 25%. Congratulations to all Emmas involved. I did this one yesterday. It was announced that Back to Future 4 is coming. And I wanted to get a little idea of what people thought. So interesting. Four people said yes. Two people said no. Are you excited, Jess, or not? I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. A couple of them were feel like they were stretching a little bit for my comfort. But it'll be interesting for sure to see what do they where do they take the story? Where exactly does it go? Is there going to be a good story? Is it going to be like what we said with Taken, where it's kind of the same story, not really enough different? I guess we'll see. Well, I'll have you know, I know a little bit about the storyline, which I'll share with you, because my dad told me all about it. So Tom Holland is going to be the lead, old Spider-Man, and he's going to be the nephew of Michael J. Fox's character, and it's in modern day. And um, what's the guy's name? The older guy with the cool frizzy hair in it. The scientist guy, he's back. He's obviously much older now, so he's going to be in it. Uh, which is going to be really cool. And they're not sure about Michael J. Fox. He'll probably pop up. But I just think that's really cool. I think Tom Holland in that, in modern day, I think that could work really well. So I'm really excited to see what they do with it. Should be quite interesting. So yeah, that's that. those guys. And I'll just pick out a few movie polls because we'll be here all day. There's so many. Please come and check them out. It's quite interesting. So let's check this out. Best film based from a TV show. Quite interesting. Sex and the City, The A-Team, Baywatch, and Paw Patrol. <laughs> Who do you think won that, Jess? <laughs> Sex and City, A-Team, Baywatch, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol, not really, but... <laughs> <laughs> In last place, Paw Patrol, zero votes. Sex and the City only got one vote. Can't believe that, 13%. And then A-Team was second with 38% of the votes. And Baywatch won with 50% of the votes. So well done, Rock. Um, for your win there. And we'll do a few more before we head off, guys. That one wasn't so interesting. Skip that one. Your favourite film with the word night in the title. Night at the Museum, Nightcrawler, Date Night, or Saturday Night Fever? I wonder if Jess would say Date Night, because that came up recently, didn't it? one of the shows so what did you say for that one i think i did end up saying date night no you didn't zero votes i didn't know <laughs> so, oh zero oh geez did I... no this is one of the ones you miss because sometimes oh. it doesn't let you vote does it and i do apologize for anybody else because i know occasionally instagram doesn't let people vote it's really weird yeah like every so often it must be a glitch or something so you're saying date night so that changes everything so that was That'd be yeah. joint bottom then, <laughs> 12%. The Nightly Museum was 38% and Nightcrawler, 50% of the votes. So that's wow. really, really cool. Great movie. Well mm. done, everyone. You know your stuff. Yeah. All right. And then we've got random. I'm not going to do the random ones. We'll skip the rock. Let's skip that one. God, there's so many. Come and check it out. Best film set in a desert location. Mad Max, Sahara, Lawrence of Arabia, Raiders of the Lost Ark. 
So two of these films didn't score anything. Jess, have a guess who you think didn't score anything out of those four. Two of them didn't. Probably Lawrence of Arabia because it's such an older movie. I bet a lot of people haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, so Mad Max, Sahara, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I did. I don't want to say like two two really good movies. I feel like they probably didn't get it because I'm sure Mad Max won it. Um, uh, Sahara, I love that movie yeah, though. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey, poor thing. So it's Raiders of the Lost Ark, got 25%. 75% of the votes went to Mad Max. I think it's pretty obvious, guys. Even when I was writing it, I was like, why am I bothering? <laughs> <laughs> And then I was about to go, oh my God, we got another clean sweep. And then I realized it's today's one that's only six hours in. So see how it's going, guys. This is in the past, but kind of live. It's Cars 2, The Smurfs, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, and Kong Skull Island. Who do you think is currently clean sweeping this bad boy? Cars 2. Yeah, Mission Impossible, yeah. Four votes, 100% so far. And what do you think's winning today as well on this one? Little Mermaid 2023, Fifty Shades of Grey, Night at the Museum, Monsters Incorporated. Uh, Who's winning right now? Little Mermaid. No, zero votes. Oh. Fifty Shades of Grey, zero votes. Night at the Museum, 25% of the votes. Monsters Incorporated, 75% of the votes. Got three votes so far. So there you go, guys. There you go. And I think that's probably about it. I'll quickly check any date ones of our interest. So I do like best films of the year sometimes as well. It's quite good. There's nothing here that's blowing my mind. Okay. What about this? This is a blockbuster extravaganza. I've ever seen one. Best film of 2013. The Wolverine, Lone Survivor, Fast and Furious 6, Man of Steel. So, Jess, I'm going to set you on this finale poll a challenge. I want you to go from one. I want you to do this in what order you think this is and see if you see how many you can get right. So four, third, second, first. Who do you think? Man of Steel, Fast and Furious 6, Lone Survivor, Wolverine. You tell me what order this came in. Okay. So I think Man is still on the bottom. Then Wolverine, then Lone Survivor, and your boys on top. Because I feel like even if they're not, you would rig a poll for them and have Fast and the Furious be number one. <laughs> well, everybody, Jess has got it spot on correct. She gets a hundred percent success. Yeah. If there was a prize, they shall have it. But see, she obviously knows her stuff. So yeah, Manasseh was bottom, zero votes. Wolverine got three. Lone Survivor got four. And Fast and Furious got five. So congratulations, Jess. You know your stuff about the big boy blockbusters. And, look, and all I care about in the end is that Fast and Furious always wins. <laughs> That's all I care about. So that wraps up today's show. Today, this has been a lot of fun just going through all this random trivia and results and stuff. And we hope you enjoy it. I know it's completely different to the other episodes, but um, it's just so lovely to just collect our thoughts, reflect on what has been. And remember that, you know, we talk about films a lot, but me and Jess do just love watching them and it's something we enjoy to do in our spare time. So it's, re it's really nice just to share what we're watching at the moment and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's really important that we just, um, just sit back, you know, and have a lovely little chat about all these things. So it's not so comp competitive. 
um, which is great. So yeah, Jess, how do you feel going into the uh, the next batch of movies? Are you excited to see what we're going to do next? I am super excited. I I love how far we've come, and I love adding more movies to my need to watch list. And who knows, maybe maybe I'll start keeping track, and then we can compare our top eight eights that we've watched and see if there's some movies we can throw out there. Like you have your top eight you've been watching. And then maybe I'll start documenting all the movies that we watch too. So that's, it's been fun for me. I enjoy our, our chats in the movies and um, yeah, it's been fun when I get to talk about it in public with people too, is sharing it. Cause I think it's one thing we can all find ourselves in movies or we can find our escape within movies. And I just love being a part of this. So thank you. That's right. That's a really lovely way to see it. Yeah. We see ourselves in it or, Oh, lose ourselves. I love that. Thank you. That's really lovely. That should be like the motto for for everything we do. Oh, lovely. Thanks, Jess. That's great. So this is kind of stuff you've got coming up. Got Samuel Jackson coming up soon. You got the best of 2018. Um, Well, these would have been out by now. Uh, Sandra Bullock, if you haven't watched them yet, go back and listen. Ridley Scott, the best of 2017. We're recording that soon. So that's really cool. We've got Denzel Washington. That's going to be super fun. High school movies, that's going to be really cool. Oh, Jess has done it. I knew you were struggling. You've done it. I can see it. It's here, guys. I'm going to tell you what it is, but let's just have a quick look. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. I know. That's going to be hard to beat. I've got a challenge on. Oh, I know one you're missing. It's a bit musical-y. Oh, I I knew it. I was telling someone about it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, no musicals. Hmm. No musicals allowed, actually. No, should we? Oh, guys, we're going to have to go away and think about this. I don't know. Does it matter? I guess musicals could be in it, as long as they're based in high school. I think you have to follow your heart and include musicals so you can include the movie in which I know we're both thinking of for you. Yes, yes. I think it was pretty obvious by the words I said if you rearrange the words. So uh, that's problematic in itself. So... um, but that's great. So that's the kind of stuff you've got coming up, guys. Like we, we've, this is endless, isn't it? But if you ever have like anything really cool, a really cool idea, or like, yeah, like you said, like no one would have thought about the John Cena thing, or thought about, um, what was the other one you said earlier? That was crazy. American football. Yeah, 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 that one. So, yeah, some really, really cool ideas. If you've got any ideas, guys, let us know. That'd be really, really fun. So, yeah, come and check out all the episodes if you haven't already. We try and keep them at about half an hour, 35 minutes. So we sort of tighten it up quite a lot. So hopefully it'll be enough for your travel to work or whatever you're up to. Don't want to be too uh, too long. So we're trying our best, guys. We're getting quicker all the time. So we will leave it there. Thank you very much, Jess, for joining me today for this anniversary reflections. We'll be back um, soon with another episode. And also we'll be back for another anniversary episode on episode 40 which is insane. Um, I mean, Jess, are always talking about, you know, loads of cool ideas for other topics, but, you know, I'm a family man with a full-time job, a gardening business. Uh, I edit podcasts for people. I do voiceover work and uh, that's podcasts on a bachelor's degree. So um, we do what we can, guys. We do what we can. <laughs> and if you're interested in finding out more about the design stuff that I do, all the stuff that you see on our Instagram page is all designed by me. I absolutely love graphic design so much. I'm improving all the time. I have a personal page. You can't really follow it, but I might try and share some of my stuff on the Top 8 Media page. So, um, yeah, thank you everybody to support me with that as well because it's been really lovely. It's you know, scary coming to something new, but I enjoy it. 
So right now, I will leave you there. Enjoy your films this week, everyone. And uh, we'll see you next time. Send us your top eight list today to top underscore eight underscore media. If you find it too hard to create your top eight of all time, then why not a top eight from a certain actor, actress, genre, or director? You can even make it more niche. For example, the top eight films set in space. Your list could inspire. So join the top eight media contributors today. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week.